Hey there, I'm Kimberly Brock, and the most important lesson I've learned over the last 20 years of being a mom and an entrepreneur is that yes, you can turn your passions into a personally fulfilling and profitable business. Now I'm on a mission to help moms just like you do the same exact thing. Now we are going to have some fun, so let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm so happy you're here today. Today we are talking about strengths and why you need to know yours for your life and business. So I have a guest on, Lindsay Preston. She is a life coach and she helps women every day transform their lives into a more meaningful relationships by knowing their strengths. And this is so applicable to you as a business owner as well. And I wanted to clarify real quick that this episode, we talk about finding your strengths. And I want to tell you how to do that. There's a book called Strengths Finder. I think there's Strengths Finder 2.0. It's also been renamed Discover Your Clifton Strengths. I have a link to it in my show notes. You can click through and read about it and read what everyone else is saying about it. It's about $14 or $15. And it helps you discover those five strengths and gives you a link to go take an assessment so you can get those five strengths. And you'll hear Lindsay refer to those five strengths. And the only way to find those is through this book. And it's a super common, popular book. It's a popular way, a common way. In fact, I took this three years ago on my own. I don't know that anyone told me to take it. Somehow I researched up what your strengths are and I wanted to know how to find those. So I bought the book. So this episode is about knowing those strengths from the Strengths Finder book. So I just wanted to clarify that ahead of time because it might have been confusing if some of y'all listened to the episode and they were like, how did I, how do I find my strengths? Am I just making those up? No, you're not making them up. You're taking the Strengths Finder, getting the official assessment, and then you'll have it in a login, which I loved because you're able to log back in and see it at any time. And Lindsay did tell me too that the first time you take this test is the most accurate, which I didn't know. So that means it's untarnished, I guess, from you trying to make it steer a certain way. It's just flat out you taking the strengths and it's a more raw data, which is awesome. So I'm so happy she's here. I can't wait for you to hear it all. And at the end of the episode, I'll give you the link because she does offer a fabulous course that I actually took myself. So I'm speaking from experience. It's awesome. And I can't wait for you to hear more. Well, Lindsay, I am so happy that you're here today. This is so timely because I just recorded a previous episode about women entrepreneurs knowing their purpose and discovering their purpose. And one of the main pillars of discovering your purpose is knowing your strengths. So you are going to be an awesome guest today, and I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here. And I can't <laughs> so wait to listen to that episode. <laughs> I know. It's really cool. There's there's four main pillars of finding your purpose. So yeah, you'll have to listen. And I'm sure though, you've already got that all figured out, right? Because you've got a successful business. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you think of purpose like I think of purpose, I'm like, oh yeah, I got that figured out. But I love everybody else's spit on it too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Well, why don't you begin by telling us the biggest reason why women need to know their strengths? Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of give my story a little bit so you can kind of understand my problem because you may be in a similar boat. I went through life just checking off all the boxes of what society told me to do. Go to college, you know, get married, get a house, have kids, blah, 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 blah. And I did all those things and I did them well, but there was still a part of me that didn't feel quite fulfilled. 
even though on the outside, everything looked very successful on the inside, there was just pieces of me that just felt like they weren't alive. And it wasn't until I discovered life coaching on my own and I took an assessment called Clifton Strengths at the time it was called Strength Signer. And things started to click and make sense of those pieces inside of me that weren't alive. So for example, I have a strength called activator, and that is about getting into action and wanting to take massive action basically and moving forward. And um, there were certain roles in my life where I didn't use that strength. And so I felt, again, unfulfilled, like a little annoyed at times. And it all went back to just knowing what my strengths were and knowing how to utilize them. And in instances where I wasn't utilizing them, knowing where that kind of unfulfillment was coming from made a lot of sense for me. And then two, it also gave me the script of what was right with me and what was amazing about me. Because in our society, a lot of times we're always hearing what's wrong with us, right? Um, at the doctor even, or at mm-hmm. our uh, jobs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so now I had this script of, wow, this is what makes me unique and special. And it blossomed my confidence and um, allowing me to just create this life that was deeply fulfilling to me. That's that's awesome. I think that is super important because so many women get stuck sometimes in the negative cycles of thinking about things that they can't do instead of being proud of who they are and their innate skills and that they're different from the person next to them. And even people in their yes. family, you can have different skills. So I think that's, that's important. Why do you think that entrepreneurs that, you know, are listening to this need this type of guidance, this type of help in finding their strengths? Yeah. So again, I'll give a personal story here is even though I knew my strengths in my own life and how to implement them and work with them, as I started to build my own coaching business, I was this newbie out in the world, especially the online world. And I knew how to coach. And I knew a little bit about business, but I didn't know a lot about online business. And so I was looking to all these business coaches to kind of show me the ropes, right? And so a lot of them were saying, okay, well, what you do is you create these online courses and then you kind of just, you know, sit back and let people buy the courses and you go and sit margaritas on the beach, right? Right. I thought, okay, well, that's kind of what I want. I don't want a time for dollars mentality and I want to be able to help as many people as possible versus just my immediate area. So this is what I need to create. And I started to create that. It didn't feel fulfilling. And I started to Mm -hmm. feel those feelings again. And I was like, well, I know it's not coaching because I love coaching. And I know it's not teaching because I love teaching, but some of my strengths weren't being utilized. One of which was something called connectedness, where I love connecting with people. Another one, individualization, where I love to customize things for people and just get to know them and understand them. And me just kind of giving somebody a course and then sitting back wasn't filling those. And so I had to really check myself and growing that business in that certain way and say, this isn't the right business for me. This is what's great for me. And now I have a business that's deeply fulfilling and too very profitable because that works well for me. I sell well from that place. Um, And so before it was like, I would sell well and then not sell well and sell well and not so well. And so now it's just this constant pattern of being able to sell well, because again, I'm doing what feels good to me and what feels natural and clients feel that off of me. Does that make sense, Kimberly? Yes. And actually I like that perspective that you're talking about selling because I hadn't as much 
thought about that. And that is super crucial because then it's not really even selling. It's how you're bringing value, right? To someone else. And it's not, you don't even have to really sell. You just have to explain it. And it comes from the heart. But the other side of it too, is that what I help women do is like, you know, figure out, I don't personally help them figure out their strengths, but I help equip them with tools, which is why you're here. So they can discover best what tasks within their business they should be doing and what they should be outsourcing because maybe their skills aren't like graphic design, which is me and kind of a true story that happened just like three hours ago. I have a graphic design person that I'm working with. She was the very first person I hired to help me because I knew I'm terrible. I know what I want. I don't know how to artistically make it look that way, right? I know I have the vision, but sometimes with art and all that, I'm just not, you know, gifted that way. So my point is, if I had been trying to do this myself while starting this business, it would have sucked away so much of my time and taken away time from the things that I am good at. So I love that you're saying that because it's kind of twofold, how you sell, but also how you build. Exactly. And and what you're saying there, Kimberly, in essence is you focused on what you're good at and what you're not good at. And so you're outsourcing that, right? And that's just powerful with the strengths of seeing, hey, these are things I'm not good at. Like, for example, I'm not really good at being analytical. I'm not really good at a strength called woo of going out and meeting a bunch of people. And so I've learned to, you know, like you said, outsource or partner with people. So like if I go to a networking event, I go with somebody that has high woo. And so they're winning those people over and bringing them to me and saying, hey, have you met Lindsay before? And then I'm really good at continuing the conversation from there. So again, it just makes life feel really fun because I'm not going out there doing all these things I'm not good at. And it it just flows really, really in a fun way. um, Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of peace of mind. I can totally envision that going to an event and having someone that just easily works the room. You know, it'd be such a relief, but I love that. That's great. Thank you for that. So I guess I'd want to know too, why you personally decided to become a life coach. Yeah. So let's go back to my story a bit. When I found a life coach, I was actually going through a really big life transition. The life transition was, again, I had checked off all of life life's boxes. I thought everything on the surface looked great, but inside I felt very unfulfilled. And that started to play out in the relationship I was in at the time. And we had a then two-year-old. And um, again, it was just this feeling of something's not right here. I don't know if it's you. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's us. And looking back on it, it was all three of those things. But one of the biggest things out of that was I was going to therapy at the time because again, I was like, what's wrong with me? And I was telling my counselor, you know, I just feel like my partner's cheating on me and I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Why do I have these visions? What? I have these feelings? And she was like, you're right. You have anxiety and you're catastrophizing. And um, again, kind of talking me out of my truth in a lot of ways. And what happened was as the months went on, things got worse and worse in the relationship. But again, she was talking me out of my truth until it was just so apparent that something was really wrong in my relationship to a point where I had to hire a private investigator and found out what? a double life with another woman. Yeah. So oh. very um, heartbreaking, right? Yeah. But I don't mean to bash on therapy there. Um, but it was a moment of, had I been asked the right questions and directed in a certain way, again, knowing my strengths and all that stuff versus looking at what's wrong with me versus what's right with me. I think I would have come to that conclusion months earlier and not had to have had such a big divorce out of that with the private investigator and all that. 
And so that kind of led me to something different of, I really want to grow and develop, but therapy is not my thing. And so that kind of opened the door to coaching because before I thought coaching was really wacky and woo woo and lacked credibility, but I tried it. And within the first few weeks, I loved it. I love the action of it. I love the inside of it. I love how it was tapping into my truths, my strengths, all that fun stuff. And so I loved it so much that I thought, man, this is the career I've always wanted. I just didn't know existed and started to become certified from there. Wow. That is such an interesting story. I'm kind of shocked here for a second, trying to digest the fact that you said that your husband, so he was your husband at the time living at Dublin? We were actually common law married. Okay. Yeah. And then he was with someone else, like part-time living at someone else's house or? Yeah. So the way it worked, Kimberly, is he started traveling. And I say that in air quotes, traveling for work. Um, And what it really was, was he had found this woman and started dating her and moved her from another state. And they had an apartment across town and they would, in essence, go into town and they would love this life. And they had become engaged. And so we would drop him off at the airport and then who knows what happened from there. But yeah. I cannot even believe that you had to suffer that. I'm so sorry. That is absolutely awful. But the good news is you recovered from it. You sought help. Yeah. And it in turn helped you find this fulfilling career. Yeah. I mean, I look back on it and I see it as the best thing that ever happened to me really, because again, it was, I was looking externally for everyone to tell me who I was and what was a, you know, great life and what was fulfilling. And that was really the opportunity for me to say, I'm going to stop listening to everybody else and I'm going to start listening to myself. And my coach helped me do that with assessments like the Clifton Strengths of, Lindsay, this is who you are. Isn't that exciting? This is how you're going to go use that in the world versus just this kind of cookie cutter life, right? Wow. Yeah. So when did you have that aha moment of this is what I want to do? Was there a day? Was there an hour that all of a sudden you went, oh my gosh, this is what I should be doing? Or was it an evolution or what happened? Yeah. So I was always into psychology and that's what I majored in. Mm. Um, I went to TCU, which I know you're in Texas, Kimberly, you Mm -hmm. know where that is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I thought, again, I would always go into therapy at some point, but I left college, went into human resources just because I was tired of being a broke college student. And um, again, when I had that therapy experience, I was like, okay, therapy isn't the right fit for me. Let me try this whole coaching thing as a client, right? And then too, it just kind of fell into my lap of, well, here's the next step with my career because I had been a stay-at-home mom and obviously with the divorce, it was, am I going to go back into HR? Am I finally just going to go to school again? What was it? And then it just appeared at the right time. Wow. Yes. That's so interesting. That's, That's awesome. So maybe you could explain to the difference between a therapist and a life coach, because I think a lot of people, A, may not have even heard of a life coach. And if they have, B, they may not really understand the difference. Yeah. So, and here's, you know, coaches are very different and therapists are very different, right? But generally speaking, therapists are typically looking at the past to understand the present and it's a slower moving process. It's typically for people who are not on even ground in life versus coaching is looking, and I do a little bit of past work. We're looking at past memories, but it's very present and future focused of what are we going to create now? And in the future, it's a faster moving process of insight, action, insight, action. Also it's for people who are usually and have an okay, if not a good life, and they're trying to make it great. 
And so again, if I were to go back at that time in life when I was going to therapy, I was just always wanting more, always wanting more. And, um, I wasn't really getting that. It was just very slow moving. And two, in coaching, you're looking at the client as they are complete and whole as is. You're looking at them from a strengths perspective, whereas typically in therapy, they're looking at what's wrong with them. What do we need to do to fix mm. this? Mm-hmm. What, do I, what do I need to diagnose that? You know, even when I went to my therapist, she's like, well, I can't really diagnose you with anything, but I have to diagnose you with something so you can keep coming. So I'm going to just say you have anxiety and depression. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's the whole time that you were suspicious. Right. And they told you that you were kind of dreaming this up. Right. And that's the other thing with coaching is typically you're looking at the client as a partner and that they have all the answers within themselves. And so you're asking questions to pull that out of them versus in therapy. Typically it's looking at them as I need to tell them what to do. Oh my gosh. Well, it sounds like the process wasn't too hard for you to actually get going with your business because it was kind of something you knew you wanted to do. It was just a different way that you wanted to help people. You knew you wanted to help people grow. You're just trying to figure out the correct way. And so this life coaching came about. So you said you studied psychology in school. And then did you have to do any other kind of certifications? I'm kind of just asking this because I know there's some women out there that have thought about helping other women in some type of way. And maybe they just don't know what they need to be some type of coach. Yeah. And right now the coaching industry is not regulated. So anyone can just say they're a coach without any kind of certification. But for me, it was really important that I got some sort of certification and I just happened to have a really great school that was local to me that they were all neuroscience based. And so I was really big into the science of that. And that was a coaching process I was going through that I enjoyed Mm -hmm. and I loved and I thrived in. Mm -hmm. And so it was a very easy transition for me to say, this is where I want to get certified. But again, you don't have to. I, I could not have done this and not gotten certified. It was a confidence boost, to be honest. Like nobody really cares that I'm certified, to be honest, but it, it allowed me to take those steps to say, I'm a life coach because <laughs> it's about mm-hmm. really scary at the time. Mm-hmm. And here's kind of what I have to back that up before I have the results to back that up. Right. What do you think has been the easiest part of your job? And I don't just mean like easy, but that has come to you the most naturally. I think for me, it's been when I'm getting somebody, actually we start coaching, just starting to get them results, especially now because I know who I work really well with and I have a process Mm -hmm. to kind of filter out people who I do work well with. Mm -hmm. And so once we're getting into those coaching sessions and get moving and they're going through the process, it's just real quick. And what's so fulfilling with that is them breaking these barriers, patterns, whatever you want to call them, um, that they've had for years, if not decades of, oh my gosh, all of a sudden, you know, I don't feel that way anymore. All of a sudden I'm Mm -hmm. getting what I want. And, um, it just goes back to my strengths again. I'm really good at connecting, individualizing things and getting people into action and taking a lot of content and making it very simple for someone. And so I just, I just work in that zone and seeing people get results off of me working in my zone of genius it's just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, am I just living in some kind of woo-woo world? I just can't even believe it. That's so great. Well, I wanted to ask you too, this is kind of off the cuff and I didn't tell you this ahead of time, but when I took your course, which I loved it about your strengths and my top strength is an arranger. Oh, cool. <laughs> so I thought I, w- I wanted you just to explain that to me. 
So an arranger, and actually I don't get a lot of arrangers, Kimberly. So this is you exciting. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk about this one that much. Okay. So arrangers are all about seeing very naturally for them. Again, wh- like you said, what needs to be done and what order and what would go well. And these kind of like, they take all the clutter and they're able to just kind of pinpoint it in a way of this goes here and this goes here based off whatever they're wanting to accomplish. So if they're working with a team and they're trying to complete a project, it would be this person needs to work on this and this person here so we can complete the project in the best way. Okay. Does that mean then that my job here helping women figure out all their business tasks and what they should be doing is a good fit? Oh my gosh, it's perfect. (laughs) It's perfect. Even when you're talking about outsourcing it and stuff, because I know you're right. really big about that. Uh, yes. I mean, that's just perfect of like, this person's going to be great at graphic design and podcast yes. and this. Yes. And this, right. That's, yeah. I love to do that. Kind of help people get the 10,000 foot view of what they should be doing. And I kind of do that in life too and at home, but sometimes I'm not the person that should be doing some of the jobs, but I'm a good whole project manager. This one needs to be done. So it kind of makes me laugh because I was thinking. Well, and it's so interesting because a lot of women tell me that of, well, I'm already using my strengths and some aspects of my job because we do naturally kind of go toward our strengths in our life before we know them most times. But now that you know them, you know, I have to ask you directly, Kimberly, what does that kind of open up for you to know that that's a part of you? Oh my gosh. That just, I don't know. When I was seeing that, I was like, oh my gosh, that means I'm actually, what's the word? Just feeling like I'm in my element. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm doing what I should be doing. And it's funny because I've been running my own e-commerce boutiques for, for almost 20 years. And so I had this epiphany over the last year that I need to do something else. It was just time. And I was just stressed out because I wasn't feeling fulfilled just being behind a computer and selling products, which I loved it for years. Don't get me wrong. It just, my oldest is in college. My second one's about to go to college and I've got a younger one. And I just thought there's time now for me to be able to thrive with my personality instead of being hidden behind, you know, a online gift store. So I was trying to sort that out. And then as I finally decided to kind of open up to friends and say, you know, I'm struggling I want to start another business because that's what I do best to start businesses and run them. But I just don't know what kind to do where I'm not stuck behind a computer all day and get to use my personality. And I literally had an epiphany when I was sitting there with a group of friends and they were like, I know me too. And one of them was like, well, I've been wanting to start a business for a long time. I just have no idea how to do it. And then another girl said, I've always dreamed of having my own business. I'm sitting here going, I know how to start businesses. Like I can help you right now. What is it you want to do? And then all of a sudden it like dinged in my head, like this is what I should be doing. Helping people start businesses, get stuff figured out. I know how to get that, you know, overall picture of what they should be doing and all the parts and pieces. And so when I found that out with my strengths, it was just like a aha moment of like, thank you, like a relief. Like I am doing what I should be doing so that the years to come are, you know, full of fulfillment and meaning and hopefully financially rewarding as well, right? Because it should all work together for that. Yeah. And you just tap into with your story there again of a lot of people just need that reassurance of I'm heading in the right direction and this is what I meant to do versus questioning it. Because our brain naturally focuses is in on the negative. And so we're always going to see what's wrong, what's wrong. And sometimes we turn that towards ourselves of maybe it's wrong with me or, mm-hmm. um, 
or, or, or you know, of, of just something like you're beating yourself up when you don't have to. And when you look at it from a strengths perspective, it sometimes your strengths just an overdrive and you're, or you're not utilizing it. And so you're able to kind of just tweak little things that could become very big problems down the road. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And what did you say your, your top strengths were? You said, yeah, so I'm connectedness number one okay. and then input and learner. And usually those are besties because it's all about taking in content okay. and then, um, individualization and activator. Okay. So Kimberly, I have to know what are your top five? Okay. I'm going to tell you all this. Oh my gosh. Okay. So the first one is a ranger. Uh-huh. Then it's harmony. Mm-hmm. Communication, maximizer, positivity. Oh, these are great. So, what does this mean? I'm amazing. I'm totally of amazing. Course. <laughs> sure. um, okay. So, I have to like get in my head for a second when I. I know, I know. You got to think, you got you to gotta use all your. Okay. So, I kind of riff off each one first. So, Ranger, I already said, right? You're trying to. Yes, yes. The best way to put things in a certain way. Right. Now, if we look at harmony and positivity, those kind of pair up sometimes because harmony, you want to keep everything really smooth. You want things to be harmonious yes, um, in your world and you don't like it when it's not harmonious. So a lot of times when I'm working with harmony people, we're having to work on people pleasing tendencies because they're not speaking up enough, right? Um, especially with positivity, you want to keep everything positive. And so again, you may not be seeing the hard stuff sometimes, which can, and oh, this is just an overdrive, right? Yes. Remember? Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. So in the, in the, when it's really balanced and doing well, harmony and positivity are great because everyone's looking at you as a light and someone they're going to come to, to kind of get mediation from and allow just someone to move forward in a very positive, harmonious way. Right. Okay. And you're going to communicate really well as you do that. You're just very good at verbalizing things and putting things out there in a certain way. Now with your maximizer, maximizer is taking something good and making it great. So you're wanting the best of the best, especially in the way you're communicating and especially in your relationships and keeping things harmonious um, and arranging things in the very best way possible. And so maximizer can kind of slow you down if you're not careful of just wanting to always be um, very you know, you can always see in a way of, oh, I can make it better in this way, especially with maximizer and arranger of arranging things yes. over and over and over again. Yes. You get like the best, right? I know. And then I get stuck in a loop sometimes where I'm like, oh my gosh, but I want it this way. Oh, but I want it this way. And I'm going to do it like this. Yeah. <laughs> it could be better like this. But yes, once I'm get that totally efficiently, then I think it works together well, right? Yeah. But if I look at this as of what your zone of genius could be, it's communicating to people how to be the best at basically putting together something and doing it in a way that feels really good for them and creates a lot of great relationships. I love this. Yeah. This is awesome. So that's, I like me. That's what you're doing. I like me today, but tomorrow's going to be a new day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like this. This is also, I want this for everyone who's listening. They need this. They've got to see their five, right? So and then you can talk them through it. And I love taking the course, but I also love hearing you tell me and it makes me feel good too. So it's not just me imagining. It's like, okay, yes. And then, yeah. And that's just us, you know, doing two minutes. Imagine yes. when somebody hears that for an hour, you just this leave and think, awesome. oh my gosh, it's amazing. I yeah. love it. Well, so I saw too that you have a podcast and I wanted you to tell us about it because I think it's super interesting for everyone to know. I've listened to it and I love it. Yeah. So 
So it's called Become an Unstoppable Woman, and it is a show for goal-getting, fear-facing women. So basically women who are ambitious, who aren't afraid to look at their crap and look at what may be holding them back. Um, And we talk about different mindset things of how to get what you want and feel what you want. And we talk about all women's issues too. I have guests on the show. We talk about infertility. We talk about resumes, side jobs. Oh my goodness. um, Parenting, all that fun stuff that is in our world. So um, you can find it wherever you listen to your podcast. That's awesome. And then tell us how you work with people. Like, is it over a certain amount of months or weeks, or if people wanted to, you know, inquire about working with you, mm-hmm. what is the, what are the steps and how does it work? Yeah. So typically my coaching process from start to finish is seven months and it's a three-step process. And the first one is 21 days. And I always say that's the appetizer and really trying to figure out, are you ready to show up for yourself? Are you ready to make things happen? And two, do you like my teaching style? Are you getting great results? Because most people leave that course, if they show up and they give it their all, they've gotten amazing results from that. And I say, well, that's amazing to you. We're just getting started. And so in that too, I'm teaching them the basic tools back to my neuroscience to work for the brain which is very powerful of just learning those basic tools to understand how your brain works and how you can um, program it to get what you want. And then after that, it's two, three month processes. The first one is about understanding your mindset blocks and all the things that are holding you back. And that's where we do some kind of past work of past memories that have impacted you today. And then after that, we tap into the higher levels of you. We call it your authentic self and your values and your passions and your purpose and how that makes a puzzle of you and how to create goals based off of that. So I always say, again, it, you don't always have to do the whole process. And I also do have a course called Solidify Your Strengths that I always say is just like coming to this meal of the seven month process, but you're just doing this bonus work of learning just about your strengths. And some people just want to learn about their strengths from me. And that's totally cool. And, um, in that course, that's the one that you took Kimberly, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you just go in, you take the Clifton strengths assessment, and then you learn all about your strengths. And what's important with that with our strengths, especially is knowing that many times our strengths are so strong, they're an overdrive. And so they're causing problems in our life just because our strength wants to get used all the time. And we have to learn how to balance that. Um, and so we talk about that specifically in the course and to how to sell from your strengths, how to approach relationships from your strengths. And I have, um, different bonuses in there about like how to spot strengths in your kids, how to work with your strengths within your marriage or your relationships. And so it's just looking at everything from a strengths focus if that's the only thing you want. Business owners typically just want to do the strengths course because they just want to know their strengths and how they work really well with that because they're good on the mindset piece or they think they are at least. (laughs) Um, And so they just come in and want to do those strengths pieces. Okay. So they can do the strengths piece like I did. So as a note, you need to find out, you need to take the um, strengths assessment prior to starting the course because the course helps you evaluate it all and uncover what each of those results means. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. Okay. So you're saying they can take that to solidify their strengths so that can help them, you know, in their business, building foundations in their business. And then also, like you had mentioned, the selling piece of it, everything that you're doing ongoing with your business so that you can capitalize on what you do best and outsource and have other people help you with the things that you're not the best at, right? Because it takes a village, right? Just like with a family and with your business, it takes a village. You cannot do this alone. 
and you've got to create that solid foundation. So that's why I believe so firmly in knowing your strengths because it creates a solid foundation for everything that you do from that point on. So they do that with you. Then they can book a personal, is it an hour, a couple of hours? How does it work after you go through the course and then to go through it with you? Yeah. So typically the process with the strengths is like you said, they take the assessment, they come into the course, they learn about their top five at least um, strengths. And then from there, they can book a one-on-one call with me. That's 90 minutes. And we are talking about how those strengths work together. So it's very important that you not just know about individually the strengths, but how they all make you. I always say it's the ingredients of a cake. So we've got like the eggs, the butter, the sugar, the flour, whatever. Those are your strengths. And so we need to learn about each ingredient, but we also need to know how they make this beautiful recipe of who you are because certain times strengths can feed off of one another or they can fight off of one another. I always say to view them as like little people inside of you. And so we've got to figure out how they can all work together to make things run really smoothly in your mind. Because if you're running smoothly in your mind, you're going to run smoothly in your life. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And I know you talked about like your top five strengths. How many total strengths are there? uh, The possibilities? Yeah. So there's 34 strengths. And most of us are living in our top 10, if not top 15 strengths every day. And so I'm always telling clients if they unlock all 34 to look beyond the top five, but they say that only one in 33 million people have the same top five as us, which is amazing to just think about that of how unique and special you are. But then if you pair that with, you know, the top 10, and I don't know those stats of how unique that would be versus to adding in like your values and your background and your education and all those things. I mean, it just shows that you're a one of a kind being. And so you need to start approaching life that way, not only from a confidence perspective, but in regards to taking this generalized content and applying it individually to you. And so that's what that call really helps with. Well, I love it too, because it applies, you know, obviously for me, it applies to business because I love looking at it from anything from that perspective, but in our life as a whole, how we treat our family, how we work within our family, how we function as a family, like I could just see it expanding to all areas of our life, work, fun, everything. So I know. I think it just makes you feel good about yourself, like proud of who you are. Like I'm this, and I know it's hard because sometimes people say, I don't like to be put in a category that we're all just one of these, but there's 34 different strengths. So I think it's pretty fair to say everyone's kind of got one of those aptitudes, right? One of those strengths. And in my show notes, I'll give the information at the end. People can go to the link and actually click through and see your courses and they can book time with Lindsay. Y'all, you need this. You need this for your life and for your business. I think it's really going to make a difference. It's made a huge difference in your life, right, Lindsay? And oh my the gosh. people that you've worked okay. with. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even think about what all you've been through, how you've come out the other side, and now what you're doing to help other women. I think it's oh, fantastic. It's so much fun. I just feel so blessed. Well, it's amazing. So finding your strengths, guys, is super, super crucial for your business and your life. Lindsay can help us all. I'm going to have to book an hour and go through all this again because I need to focus on 
making sure I'm doing everything right for my business and my clients and my listeners, just like you. So yeah, that's your maximizer. Now yes. Coming from. Yes. That's the best. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay, Lindsay, I've got some quick questions and I did not prep you ahead of time that I was going to ask these. Ooh. They're super quick because I went off the top of your head just to see what you say. Okay. What is your best time-saving tool? Oh gosh. In life or business? It doesn't matter. I really, I mean, I don't mean to like say my, sell myself in essence, but not myself, but having a coach and I have my own coach and I've gone through periods where I don't have a coach. Um, and it makes a huge difference when I have one, because I'll go to her every so often of here's this thing I'm working through and she can show me my mind in a way I can't see myself. And even though I know all the mindset tricks and tools. It's just very powerful for someone else to look at it. And so, um, it's when I've rehired her, her here recently, it's just been so quick to work through all these problems versus Mm. it snowballing. Mm -hmm. I love that. No, I totally agree with that because I have had years and I'm sure I'll talk about it on other podcast episodes of things that I was doing that I just, I should have gotten help. And it would have saved me so much time and angst and would have sped up certain processes. So I like that. Okay. Your favorite beauty product or self-care tool right now? I love a good Epsom salt bath. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think, yes. Okay. I may have to, may have to do that tonight. That sounds amazing. Okay. Next thing, what is your favorite kitchen tool or gadget? Do you have anything in the kitchen that you have to have? I don't know if it's a kitchen tool or gadget, but I love, I used to do like HelloFresh and plated. Yes, I do HelloFresh. I love it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like those recipes, like we don't do it anymore, but I have the recipes and I feel like I'm lost without them. (laughs) Right? Because we have no guide. That's why I stand there and stare in the refrigerator and I'm like, what am I supposed to cook tonight? Exactly. I can't stand that feeling. I know. I can't stand it. I know. In the grocery store and it's like, what do I do with all these ingredients? I don't know. I know. I know I can make something amazing. I just need someone to tell me what to make. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, those were fun. Thank you for that. I know so many women are always trying to find time-saving tools and beauty products and, you know, work in the kitchen, right? Because we try to cook most of the time. We have to eat out sometimes too, right? Well, Lindsay, you have been amazing. I hope you've opened the eyes. I know you've opened the eyes of my listeners. I just hope they've taken it all in and really see how important finding your strengths is for your life and for your business. And it's a big pillar in knowing the purpose that you're trying to move towards with your business. I hope you got something from today and realize how valuable it is to know your strengths. So I am so proud to be partnering with Lindsay because I took her course myself. I took the strengths course. And so you can go to KimberlyBrock.com forward slash episode three. There you can link to Lindsay's site, see the courses that she offers. I know she mentioned she's got like that full seven month course, but she also has some teaser appetizer type courses. And this is one of them. And as a bonus, She is offering my listeners physical workbooks that go with her course. So normally you just take the course online, you kind of do it on your own, but the physical workbooks are awesome because I actually got them in the mail because yes, I wanted to check this all out before I recommended it, right? And I love the box with all the goodies in it. So you get the workbooks and you get to keep those for years to come and know your strengths for years to come. So I think this is super valuable for you and I'm excited to partner with her. Thank you so much for listening. Again, KimberlyBrock.com forward slash episode three. And also, if you are growing and building your business and you want to do it right and you want other women around you that you can get help from, advice, and have a sense of community along your whole journey, please go to Facebook, go to Start with Kimberly Brock and click to apply to join my group. This is a great way. Again, it's small. 
It's new. I'm just starting it, but I'm super excited about it because I know how valuable private Facebook groups can be. So thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.